0: The director of hockey operations at Merrimack is Ryan Ventura, and he's with us now. Uh, first of all, Ryan, uh, you come to us from Niagara University. I'll talk about your time there. Uh, at Niagara,
1: I did a little bit of work with the athletics department. Um, worked with the hockey team mainly, a few road trips. Uh, did some of the video stuff there. Um, my, ex- my degree is actually in uh, education, grade 7 to 12, uh, math and special ed, so some people wonder how I ended up here, but I have a little bit of a background. I played hockey my whole life, too, so um, that's what led me here, and I'm taking uh, grad classes here while I'm uh, working in the athletic department. And you're from western New York, right? I am. I'm from uh, Buffalo. Buffalo's my hometown. And uh, big Sabers
0: and Bills fans, and that's not well liked around here. So, <laughs> well, uh, as I mentioned, you know, a number of folks. Obviously, Glenn Hoffman's from Niagara, so uh, you know he knows the, the, the caliber of people that are coming out of there at Niagara. And Ed McLaughlin, also uh, obviously a former athletic director, assistant athletic director at Merrimack, so some nice connections there.
1: Absolutely, um, Glenn. Glenn knows. Um, what he likes, and he saw a good work ethic out of, uh, you know, Louis Spina, who also works in the athletic department, um, Ed Busha. Uh, they all did a great job for him there, so uh, um, he
0: didn't, didn't mess with success, I guess you would say. So how did you, I guess, find out that the, the opportunity uh, arose here uh, for the director of hockey operations, and, and uh, you know, how did you end up getting the job? Um, basically, I was interested in grad
1: school. Um, and they had a program here that was um, full tuition. You had to do a, um, like a co-op or an internship with it. And uh, Director of Hockey Operations was one of the available um, internships. Um, so I started, uh, I started talking, and uh, I ended up applying, and I got the uh, the internship. And that's, uh, it's part of the program in grad school, so it's working out well. So how long does it last, and is it just the one year? Um, right now it's just the one year. Um, there are some possible options that I could stay, um, depending on if I wanted to, you know, stick around for, uh, you know, maybe go for my doctorate, because it is a one-year uh, master's program. So we'll see.
0: I don't know, uh, don't quite know yet, but we'll find out. Well, let's talk about uh, your responsibilities as the Director of Hockey Operations. Uh, tell us about some of the things that you're closely involved with. Sure.
1: Um, my main responsibilities are uh, travel. I do the travel and the meals for the team. That includes hotels, um, buses, um all the pre and post game meals. Um, some of my other responsibilities are I deal with the budget, um, I do all the equipment ordering, um, basically anything we need for the hockey program. I uh, I manage the budget and uh, the other thing I do during every game um, is the video editing. I do the uh, stats, um, you know, clipping penalties, uh, we deal a lot with the Hockey East on Easy Exchange, which is our um, our video exchange website. So I deal with all the uh, other hockey operations, guys, for um, all the Hockey East teams and all the teams we play
0: against. Well, let's talk about travel since we're on the road here at Colgate. Uh, a lot of things obviously have to go into getting a team ready to travel and and just you know the logistics and everything. Uh, Bus, as you mentioned, hotel and all of that stuff. Uh, I guess, uh, first of all, what, can you tell us, you know, numbers-wise, what does what it cost to take a trip like this? Uh, I don't know if folks out there have any idea. <laughs> sure. Um, well, you have to look at buses
1: um, are a cost that a lot of people don't realize. Um, if you're going on the road, it's it can be... Uh, a couple thousand dollars depending on how it depends on the distance um, how many hours how many days you have it this is only a one, uh, one, uh, one overnight uh, trip where in Vermont we stayed for two so that obviously varies the cost but um, a one a one night uh, stay over and then a game at Colgate usually I mean it can cost upwards of um, three 000, four thousand dollars depending on you know what kind of meals you get um,
0: you know how long you stay in the hotel things like that so Yeah, and as you mentioned, a lot of things go into it. uh, Food—you have to worry about that. uh, You know, post game, for instance. uh, You know, there's a game coming up here tonight, and you got to line up food for the guys to eat after, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: Sometimes, uh, you know, it's just to take. You know, so coach doesn't have to worry about the meals, um, so he can worry about coaching. That's why, you know, that's why this position's here. so it's always a little stressful sometimes, you know, if uh, the meal's late or the bus is running a little late. Um, or the bus driver gets hurt. Or the bus driver gets hurt. We've had a lot of injuries on the ice, and now we, have, uh, we had our bus driver injured on the way here, so we had to switch bus drivers. So interesting things like that always happen,
0: but um, for the most part, it's, uh, it's, it hasn't been too bad so far. How about scheduling? I know you're involved with that as well. Uh, what does that involve? You're in touch with uh, the other schools to try to line up games? Scheduling, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting... Um,
1: Interesting topic uh, basically we 're trying to get some non conference games are the toughest to schedule because the hockey East um, puts together our entire uh, conference schedule so we need to uh, we have a couple teams like we 're here at Colgate um, where you know we came here this year and they 're going to come to us next year um, and uh, teams like union we 've done that with but we 're you know now that we 're uh, you know a little more well known we 're going to be playing some teams. Hopefully, like Denver is a name that's been out there. Um, Yale, Harvard would be. You know, we're going to try to get some of those teams on our non-conference schedule. So, um, we're planning now for 2012-13 um, and even 2013-2014
0: season. So, well, next year I know the, the Alaska trip is uh, scheduled. Uh, to a trip to go out to Alaska. Uh, you men- mentioned Colgate. Is Colgate coming back in next year? Um, yeah, we have
1: uh, reciprocity agreements with a, a, a few of the teams that we play against now. Um, the Alaska, and that's the other tricky thing. Um, certain games don't count towards your overall games. You're supposed to play 34 games, and the Alaska trip, both games we play there, won't count um, towards our games. So we actually play up 36 or more games next year. So there's some interesting uh,
0: little quirks with scheduling. So, okay, uh, what can you tell us in terms of which games uh, are lined up at this point? Um, for next season, we definitely have we
1: have Union for sure. Um, and that'll be away, right? Um. That will be a way that will be at Union, and that will be um, it 'll actually be our opener as of right now um, obviously the schedule isn 't official, but um, that 's what it 's looking like. Um, other games we always we always like to have um, a good team come in around Thanksgiving um, we're hoping maybe Harvard would be that team we don 't know for sure yet, um, but the hockey schedule is already set. we actually have a stretch where we have to play um, we have to play. Main three times in a row next year, which it could change. None of this is, um, you know, in solid because hockey's can make their own decisions too. So, right.
0: and you mentioned 2013-14. That's the big year uh, when everything changes. Uh, a lot of the teams out west shuffle conferences and so on. Uh, I imagine that there've been a lot of discussions. Uh, teams out there looking to fill non-league games and, and so on, and you're trying to bring some of them into Merrimack.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, with obviously Notre Dame coming in 13-14. Uh, um, the conference shifts, we only play each team twice, so you play 20 conference games, um, which means you have now you have 14 non-conference games to schedule, so it opens all kinds of possibilities. You're going to have to go and find teams. Teams are going to come find us. Um, so we're just getting into the early stages of that. Um,
0: it's uh, it's going to be interesting for sure, to say the least. What's the philosophy with regard to you know you can try you can go out west or wherever you know, and play a team and sometimes you know they'll give you the guarantee to go and play and then that's it there's no you know no reciprocity they're not coming back on the other hand uh, uh, I get the sense that you guys would like to schedule more of those trips where you go out to to play somebody and then they'll come back the year next or something like that right
1: right. Um
0: Depending on the situation,
1: like um, for example, if you wanted to go out and play maybe Denver and Colorado college um, you 'd play those two games when you 're there, but they may give you a certain amount of money to come play them there, but we would certain, i think we would rather do reciprocity and you know we go there, and then the next year they come here. Um, every coach has their own philosophy um, i don 't want to speak for coach Denny he, he, he has his, um, his own opinions on on that type of type of thing, so um, we 'll just work on it and uh, Regardless, we're going to have to have 34 games uh, scheduled next year and the year after that, so we'll figure out who
0: who they're going to be against. Let's talk about video. That's one of the uh, more interesting aspects, I think, of your job. Uh, Things have changed so much in college athletics and athletics in general with regard to scouting and video and so on. Tell us about what the type of video work is that you guys do.
1: Yeah, um, the main video purpose is for um, pre-, during-, and post-game breakdown. Um, People don't realize that coaches make adjustments on the fly based on some of the video, so um, I do the video editing and I record during the game, and uh, if coaches don't like a power play or a penalty kill that they saw, I'll bring it down between periods to look at it, make adjustments. Um, post-game, um, they obviously break down every video, see what they did well, what they didn't do well, what they want to work on in practice the following week. Um, it's. It's, uh, it's something that's growing. Um, I mean, Coach Denny has an iPad on the bench, which he can look vid- at video on. So um, it's definitely useful and uh, a big part
0: of, uh, you know, preparing for other teams. So you guys are coming down and looking at video between periods. Do you do that on the road as well? Is that possible? Absolutely. Um, in between every intermission, I,
1: I uh, unhook up my video setup, and I get down here as quick as possible. And uh, especially Coach Stewart likes to look at the video a lot. Um, so, uh, it's some, some, some
0: games they don't use it at all, some games they use it a lot, so it's important to be down here, regardless. Uh, where, where do you see video going in the future? It seems like, uh, like I said, it's one of the more interesting things. Technology is really uh, improving by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even begin to
1: think about where it could possibly go. Um, i could see coaches just having video on the bench and they can watch the instant replays of goals while they're happening sitting right on the bench i don't know hey we'll, we'll see but um it's definitely moving and it's definitely uh growing
0: in in uh college hockey for sure you said you're going for a master's degree and so on as part of this uh but but is is doing work like this uh hockey operations i know that there's only a certain number of jobs out there i guess when when you consider college athletics and, and pro sports as well but is it something you might be interested in continuing to do oh absolutely um who doesn 't like being around sports? Well,
1: I do. I know that, so um, just being around the hockey team, um, you know traveling and feeling like a, a part of a, a great program it's just uh, it 's been awesome um, what 's the best part of your job? Uh, best part is definitely just being able to be up in the press row and watching every single game and, uh, and uh, if we win a national championship, that would obviously be pretty fun
0: too. All right, Ryan. Well, it takes an awful lot of uh, people working hard behind the scenes to make things successful, and you're doing a terrific job. I want to thank you for joining us, and uh, best of luck.
1: Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me.